0: From the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you are listening to the Coach's Edge Podcast, powered by Edge.coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome to the Coach's Edge Podcast, and on this episode, I want to talk about isometric isometrics, excuse me and stationary ball handling some of the positives to those things and i'll be honest you know i I, it's easy for us to get caught up in what other people are doing what you know people that are are saying hey we got to do this and the big one is yeah, we'll never do stationary ball handling because you're not going to be stationary in the game handling the basketball and for the most part you're right right we're not going to to argue that if we're handling the ball we want to be uh, covering ground, new angles, advancing the ball up the floor, attacking the basket, getting out of pressure. There's a lot of reasons we can handle handle the basketball. Sitting there dribbling the air out of the ball is not one of them. However, it's been in my experience as a player and players that we've worked with over the years, the stationary ball handling has a ton of benefits. But Again, it's this kind of battle of me feeling like, boy, this is really helping our players. This is really helping our players to be able to really sit down and get your hands right, get your legs strong, get a good foundation, work on your coordination, and then progress in a move. I've always felt this way, right? But a lot of our basketball culture is, hey, you're going to handle it. You got to handle it on the move. Well, I feel a lot better about my beliefs. Because I've just, we had a conversation with uh, Brian Sabo, who's an elite uh, track and field coach. He is a strength and conditioning coach at Eastwood High School. And we recorded for two and a half hours. And there was another half hour where we talked when we weren't hitting recording on a variety of subjects. But we talked about the importance for athletes to have a foundation, a base. And this is really important for youth basketball players, especially They have less of a foundation to build off of, but it's a great uh, prep for all athletes. And he talked about the importance of building a foundation, right? That's going to build strength, getting comfortable in a position that you're going to be in a lot. For example, if you have that wide stance, it's very conducive to how you play defense and how you dribble the basketball, right? So it would make sense to be comfortable in that position. How can we be in that position you can do it holding that position isometrics right and so i'm thinking about that i'm thinking about uh years ago listening to alan stein talk about how he develops athletes right when he was a strength and conditioning coach uh, you know training kevin duran different players and talk about hey we go stance we go then we go movement then we go change in direction and we had contact and then coach talking with coach sabo he's like you know the only thing i'd add to that is stopping like a lot of times we work on starting but we don't work on stopping enough just like jumping we work on jumping higher but are we working on landing properly so he was like i'd go stance starting stopping changing direction and contact and those would be your five and so those would then become my five pillars as far as how we're building our athletes, whether it's our tack camp, our ball handling camp, we're always gonna to touch on those five things. Now, I'm not saying you should stand in a and not move your feet for 45 minutes. That's not what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about a few minutes at the beginning of a workout, getting down in that base, building strength in an area that you're going to be in a lot throughout the course of the game. It's the whole, you know, gotta crawl before you can walk. Frame of mind, right? And talking again with Coach Sabo, and he was like, You know, you're not going to teach an athlete to do a specific move on the run full speed if they're not at the point where they can do it. Is that you're going to have them get in the base, you're going to teach them to do a stationary, you're going to start to progress into movement, you're going to start to pick up speed. That is a progression. Right, that's a progression for humans to go from crawling to standing to walking. That's a progression for athletes to be able to work on between legs crossover. Right. Well, before I can go between legs crossover, I got to have a good base. I get a base, and then I can work on the between legs. I can work on the crossover. Okay, let's add them together. Okay, can we start to do this on the move? Can we start to add speed? Can we start to add change direction, contact? All these different things. Right. And so I just feel a lot more confident in this case, what I've been doing and just continue to do it. Right. And I think that that's, uh, you know, the bigger message of this isn't just adding in some isometrics and some stationary ball handling, but to listen to your heart sometimes as a coach, you know, I, I think it's easy for us to listen to our head, meaning, you know, we're, we're getting bombarded with just a ton of information. Uh, but just because there's a ton of information out there, doesn't mean it's correct. And, you know, I, I think back to when we did, when I was doing the jump attack program with Tim Grover, Tim Grover trained Kobe, Jordan, Dwayne Wade. If you do that jump attack program, it's a three month long program. Basically those first weeks are isometrics. Hmm, It makes you think like this guy's regarded as one of the best athletic development coaches in the entire world, he's doing isometrics, right? So why wouldn't I then take that philosophy and apply it? to building basketball players, defensively, offensively dribbling the basketball. And realistically, if you can get them to build some of those positions dribbling the ball, you're gonna keep them engaged, you're going to keep them entertained because they're dribbling, they're doing something, and they don't even realize you're putting some armor on them, right? You're building their legs, right? Their their, their back, their strength, their the feet, the ankles, you're building a foundation you put an armor on them so that they can then be able to take that and apply it to their basketball movement, right? And so I want you to to think about that. Are you progressing too fast with your kids? You know maybe it's a it's youth basketball, and they they could use a little more stationary to build some confidence and some repetition and just build a foundation before you start to add all the movement with it, right. Say you're doing 10 minutes of ball handling out of an hour workout. Do you have a time and a place to just get some reps in stationary before you start to add movement? Ton of value. Now, when we're doing our stationary, it's not just feet together, back hunched over. Again, it's very much like a defensive stance. The thing that we've been, the thing that I've been emphasizing more so is width over depth. So we talk about, you know, being low and wide. But I've really been emphasizing the wide, getting a player to get in a stationary position where they're wide and they still feel athletic, right? You get wide, do you feel strong? Do you feel athletic? Um, you got your hips back, you got a little knee bend, can change direction forward, backward, side to side. And emphasizing that type of, of stance is something that we've done much, much more where. You know if you were to go five years ago i was very much on yeah we're wide but we're really trying to sink those hips down to get low some players that's a little too low everybody has a little different uh, body position and you know just the way that everyone is built is a little bit differently so some players they get lower they get really low they get very athletic and some players you get a little too low and now they get stuck right and they can't move out of it very well and so it's kind of finding that sweet spot for each individual player and explaining to them, especially as they get older, right? And they can handle more information, explaining to them in more detail why we're doing this. Like coach, why are we doing some more stationary ball handling? Well, actually it's bigger than that. This isn't about dribbling, right? This is about developing a stronger body. This is about developing a better defensive stance right? This is about getting a high amount of repetitions in, and then we're going to progress the movement. I'm not asking you to dribble the basketball stationary for 45 minutes. I'm not even asking you in, in a quick workout to do it for 10, right? If we got some more time then we can spend more time on a variety of things, we got a quick workout, but just being able to, to get down and get in that stationary position has a ton, a ton of benefits. And as I talk to more people in the strength and conditioning space, and I think of the things that I've learned in the past, from other strength and conditioning coaches, whether it's listening to an interview with Alan Stein, doing a training program by Tim Grover, uh, having a conversation this week as I'm recording this podcast with, you know, in my mind, one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the state of Ohio, and, and hearing them talk about building a good athletic foundation, you know, that just, to me, that trumps, that trumps a high school coach saying, you know what, we're not I'm going to do stationary ball handling because we're not stationary in a game as just something for you to for you to think about is this going to look different at different age levels yeah is this going to look different based on skill level yes is this going to look different based on how much time you have in the gym yes but what i'm asking you to do is think about the value of getting some of those stationary reps in working isometrically on really being able to hold Strong athletic positions that you're going to be in throughout the course of the game and then progressing your move. Thanks for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Get after it today.